ladies and gentlemen, it's the Drench Bingo Podcast. Welcome to it. Wait. With what? me. What? Yeah. We're doing a podcast right now. Where? Uh, where? You thought that we just called you up and just wanted to talk to you like good people. I thought that's what we, like we do every week. But no. We don't. No, it's not, it's not what we want it. Uh, yeah, it's a Drange Mango podcast, episode four. Is it four? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, four of volume two. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I haven't got any feedback this time. Like, you know, I guess the other ones are like, all right, I'm not going to tell you good job every time, buddy. I'm just going to listen <sighs> to it. So. You're going to make us work for it. Yeah, I guess. Like, man, I was <laughs> laughing. I think it requires a lot. Um, so last week we talked uh, about a lot of things, including the minimalists. Something my mom watched, apparently. I learned that today. She was didn't she hate moved? It, did she hate it? She did. She was like, yeah, I got to throw some shit away, I think is what she said. That's a quote. Um, so it didn't make her want to shop like me. Yeah, me. Uh, we actually did buy some things. I saw a charge on, my, on the credit card statement. I was like, what is that? I was like, this must have been, yep, right after the minimalist watching party. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, look at all these people just leaving this good stuff yeah. unpurchased. On the shelves. Gotta we got to pick up shelves. the slack. You know, y'all are just help trying to keep the economy going. Right? Exactly. During Bring the economy time. back. Exactly. We don't have lost. time for minimalism. No, definitely not. Right. In the, in the days of COVID. You've got your essential workers. You've got your essential consumers. And yeah, that's exactly. us. That's us. Essentially consuming. Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, mm-hmm. Rockefeller Records. Also bought some records. Uh, so that, that's what we talked about last week. Um, fun things happened this week, ladies and gentlemen. Really? Yeah. What? I missed that. I mean, there was a Super Bowl. I do not remember how We'll talk fun. about that in a little bit. Today, there was Is an impeachment fun? trial, like day one. We're That's definitely going to talk about that today. Uh, Gina, got she read some things. Uh, you know, I didn't send out an email with links. I was kind of slipping a little bit. I was busy at work. Were you busy this I week? Know, I was lonely. You didn't harass us with a million things to read. I feel like the teacher <laughs> forgot to give out homework. <laughs> But were you one of those it's like kids? It's exciting, like, but then it's kind of like, this miss, it's coming. miss, where's our homework? <laughs> Doe, were you yeah, one of those been... kids that asked for homework? No. <laughs> Heck no, dude. <laughs> no. What were you saying? It was, it was, it's been busy. It's been busy. Yeah. Busy it's been crazy busy lately. Yeah. I mean, I don't like to be like, can you believe it's already February? Like, can you believe time has passed? But um, it is amazing but how quickly it changes, right? Like, I think we started this pot. We kicked it off. We had planned it ahead of time, but we kicked it off like right holiday season, right right after it. You know what I mean? Like, um, where we talked about this before, where you have that glow, you're like, man, I have time. I can probably take on a project or nine. And then yep. as like the regular, the regular ambitious schedule comes around, you're like, man, I don't have time to do even the things I have to do, like buy toilet paper, shop for groceries, that kind of stuff. Use the toilet paper. Yeah, just even that. Yeah, you know, skip just that. up, Adam. You know what I mean? Just skip a step. Um, Cut to <laughs> not even Ann. <laughs> uh, and and so like you know like I, I think. It's kind of catching up. Usually around February, everybody's like, uh, yeah, I don't have time to do anything anymore. Or maybe you were powering through and making stuff happen. But now at this point in time, you're just like, I'm just tired. I felt sleepy this week. But I, I know that's a little bit because I was working a lot. Gina, I know you were working a lot. Yes. Del, do you work? Mm-mm. <laughs> I just play. 
No, I had uh, I had a show in Ocean Springs on Friday night, and then a recording session all day on Saturday. What is an so Ocean that, Springs? Yeah, see, he saw. He it's says a city, Mississippi the town, South like, Mississippi on the coast, big tourist fake. destination. You know, Wait, casinos, that sort of thing. I Does, see. Doesn't Mississippi have like what happens in max? Ocean Springs? I don't know. What is the state population of Mississippi? Springs. Exactly. I don't. I have no idea. Probably not even two million. Maybe two million. They Jackson don't make is them like, know that in Jackson is like half a million people. Yeah, see, that's so. what you say. Like it's a big tourist destination. I'm like, what is big? It is it? though. Ten people no, went there. I mean, people mean? people come from all over the country to go to the boats in Mississippi. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, guess, I mean, I guess it makes sense. There's a lot of people in Florida, and I guess they like the they top do. of Florida. They come over. I mean, I guess I don't know. I, I don't know people that people fly much. from like California. It's it's dumb. I mean, it's insane. It's. I guess it's if really I was weird. a boater or whatever you call people who are in gambler, I would know. Well, I mean, people. Will I, fly. When I say boats, I mean places yeah. to gamble, like river boats, casinos. Yeah. If yeah, I yeah. were into sailing, I might know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> get technical. With me. I mean, people oh, will man. go to the craziest places to go gamble. You know what I mean? I think yeah, we, they we, do on the like gas stations. Pod, yeah, <laughs> like, huh? in the sports podcast, they have you know they were talking about Shreveport or whatever. Like, I, who wants to go to the Independence Bowl? I mean, I don't want to gamble that much. So, my, yeah, just whatever. And you think about it, who wants to go to Shreveport? I guess just to do Shreveport that. sucks. Except it's a terrible town <laughs> unless you like to gamble. <laughs> There's a lot of places like that. I, this place yeah. sucks, but you can gamble, so that's cool. I guess well, I'll go there. I booked my tickets today. The Gulf Coast is not the prettiest place in the world, but it's it got some scenic elements. Shreveport doesn't. It's a <laughs> industrial dock city, industrial port, and casinos. Yeah, well, that's what happens when when the founding fathers of such a place look around and go look. Ain't nothing gonna bring people around, so uh, let's just start betting on stuff, right? You know what I mean? Let's yeah. let's do some gambling. That'll bring the peoples in. Uh, Gina, you read something this week you want to talk about? Yeah, I uh, I like to keep my my reading light, <laughs> and I read an article this week that I thought was kind of interesting. It was something that caught my eye on Twitter from Slate, and it was about green burials. Do you say burial? Yeah. Only when I read it. Otherwise, <laughs> it's definitely a burial. Bury? A green burial. Burial. So what's, uh, it, what's it talking about? What are, we, what are we looking at here? I mean, they're talking about how... It, they use one guy's story, um, who the, the author is, I guess, interviewed, um, about his recent experience trying to bury his father. And they had religious reasons for not wanting to do a lot of the unnatural things that are basically required in America to bury someone. Um, like, like they have to... Involving somebody? Yeah, well, that, but also just the way they prepare the ground. Um, they have to, like, encase the plot in cement before really? they put the casket in. I did not know that. Where is that? Uh, Everywhere? This, I don't know if that's like a national thing, but I guess it's a common thing and it's a problem that a lot of Muslims and Jewish families run into because in their religions, they, you you know, the people are supposed to return to the earth and actually touch the earth and they don't. So, um, yeah, I don't remember exactly what city he was in. I was trying to scan it and figure that out, but... That that was one of the problems. They like the best compromise they could do was like throw a little dirt in there, but it yeah. had to be like that. And so it was just talking about all those kinds of issues and how there's um, 
this green burial con- council, which is basically like the equivalent of the lead certification for buildings. Yeah. Um, that please, are please, trying I just to thought about, please don't slap, slap a sticker on my headstone that says like green burial certified. Yeah, you're green certified. Like please don't do that to me. <laughs> you can do that to me. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put it's it okay. It'll paper. be a biodegradable yeah. sticker, so it won't be there for long. Yeah. But um, yeah, so they're just talking about that stuff and that got me thinking about how that's probably something even more pressing now that a lot of people are getting buried because COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, d- how we just have these really weird reasons um, for burying people the way that we do that aren't even environmentally friendly, um, aren't necessary, and how cemeteries could and should be maybe more like nature reserves, like a, a, a park. Yeah. But we want it to look like super pristine and have a lawn that's all even and everything. And so they do all these weird things to make sure it can stay like that. So, because otherwise when you, you make it natural, the soil will start to sink over the graves and they're like, that looks creepy. So let's do something to make it not creepy. Yeah. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I I think, yeah, you kind of run into that, especially like in America, we have a lot of competing religions and stuff like that. Uh, I did read something similar uh, in what the L.A. Times was that Gustavo Ariano wrote. Uh, he, inter- he he profiled a guy right, who was like the dude in Los Angeles for burying Muslims. You know what I mean? Like all kinds of Muslims too. Like he was threatening. Like the only, uh, <laughs> I bury Muslims. He buried Muslims. <laughs> like, uh, Excuse me? <laughs> basically what the uh, that Amazon yep. series is about. But no, no, like weird so like, no, superhero. That, that was the <laughs> Muslim that was, barrier. That was the deal. It was a very right wing superhero. Uh, yeah. That was the dude. Yeah, he like so he, he he got to America and he just kind of took it upon himself and it was like you know he felt like it was his calling and it was his way to serve his God that way you know like I'll do this for the people of this community and uh, he ended up dying and you know somebody had to do it for him and a lot of people reached out and were saying uh, like yeah he. He touched so many families, you know what I mean, because he was the guy that did it, and it got to the point where some people were like, uh, they, you know, they even questioned, like, is this a, is he even doing it the right way? And then uh, they would call up their local chapter of their religion, and they're like, no, 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 yeah, he's doing exactly, just trust him, he knows exactly what he's doing. Um, and, you know, that's an important part of kind of sending somebody off in a way. I've said this a bunch of times, I'm not a big fan, don't embalm me, you know what I mean? Don't even give me a fancy casket. You can just stick me in a burlap sack, just kind of throw me over somewhere. I feel like we've had that discussion on this pod, former iteration of something yeah. like this podcast. Yeah. It was a dream that doesn't exist. <laughs> well, so I do know that there was this one, this is one place you can kind of sign up. And this is where it's silly. And you get, if you have a lot of money, you could do cool stuff like this, but it should be more accessible. Where like you can choose a spot in a national forest and say, this is going to be my spot. Bury me here. And then they'll do that, and then you can kind of be a little closer to nature. I'm a big fan of that. Like, you don't, I mean, I, I was kind of saying, like, if you need some hair or something like, later on, you want to just prove that I was actually related to somebody, or I don't know, something scientific in the future, cool. Cut off a piece of my hair. I don't know, take a finger or something like that if you want. Whatever. But you can just uh, ball me up in a tight little ball, you know, uh, wrap me up, throw me you know, under a tree somewhere, and that'll be fine. I will feed the earth. The worms can chew me up. You know what I mean, I've used up yeah. enough 
you know, matter in this earth and it's time for me to give it back. Who knows? It's what really, parts of me yeah. Need. It's really not fair that we live, you know, we convert all this matter and stuff and energy into stuff for us to live. And then we're like, nah, we're just going to hold on to this in death. We're going to put, seal ourselves in a box and universe, you can't have this back. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And that that's basically what the, the author was saying too, is it's like this American idea that, you live forever like even right, in man. death it you'll still be there and they want to convince you know the loved ones of that rather than letting them just return to the earth yeah makes a lot of money too yeah i have a friend that. who's in the <laughs> funeral business and they make a lot of money <laughs> yeah i, was, I, I was, mean may not be a cover for mafia they're they are italian <laughs> and they live in memphis so <laughs> Um, I was gonna say, yeah, there's there is a lot of this. I was gonna joke about that, but like big funeral home, there's like three big giant ones, and they kind of control. So you you may have your local one. You're like, I've been going, you know, all my family's been buried with these people. Well, they're probably owned by somebody else, like mm -hmm. a big conglomerate. And a lot of the things you think about, like being embalmed, those are true if you're gonna cross state lines. Like you can't just be carrying bodies hither and thither. And they were also written at a time when crossing state lines was an ordeal. You know, like, well, it takes two days to get you to California or something like that. But now it's, you know, almost instantaneous. We have better preservation methods. You don't necessarily need to be embalmed. So if you know you're going to die in your home state and you kind of know where you need to be, you really only need to be buried six feet underground. There's not a whole lot of regulations. Uh, I'll, of course, this check your local re <laughs> regulations. Uh no purchase necessary, not valid in California. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> well, it was an issue, I think, because I started thinking about this. And I think we had this discussion before, but in Texas, I think that you have to be involved. I don't think you can do it. Like, I think there are some states that are, that are less populated, you know, that allow green, like, unprepared well, burials or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it's... We'll definitely look this up. We'll look this up for next time. Yeah, we'll we'll circle back around to this. Yeah, oh, don't say so. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna say all those things, man, because I don't <laughs> use those. I don't use that in regular parlance in my day to day life. Uh, must be nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll circle back. That's a great ask. Well, the you key takeaway here. Put a pin in that. Yeah. Put a pin we'll, in that. We'll, and we'll let's, take uh, this offline. And um, yeah. So meanwhile, uh, you know, we're big still thing, online. Speaking of the undead. Mm. The undead conversation and the undead Trump administration. Uh, they began the impeachment trial. Do you guys want to talk about that or you want to talk about the Super Bowl first? What is more interesting to you right now? Impeachment? I Super mean, Bowl. the impeachment's more top of mind. All right, okay, let's talk about I, that. I'll <laughs> let's touch on the Super Bowl. What's up with that Chiefs offensive line, guys? You know, you don't right? have tackles. You don't have tackles. You can't block anybody. I'm saying. I mean, no, Patrick man. Mahomes, I thought I'm he played saying. a great game. You know, he's getting out there, he's slinging the ball around. You got to catch the ball, right? It, I mean, it was embarrassing. So it yeah. was embarrassing. But Tom um, Brady, though. I mean, Tom Brady. I mean, right. he's a very specialized right. player, and right. some people are considering right. him the greatest athlete ever. There's yeah. a love-hate thing. he plays thing. zero defense. There's a love-hate Very hate Tom thing. Brady, though. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know. Shout out to uh, Byron Lefwich, Todd yep. Bowles, that guy. Mm -hmm. Couple black coordinators there winning Super Bowl. First team Man. to have killing it. Black coordinators, yeah, right? progress. Killing the game. Uh, Dell, did you like the weekend's halftime performance? Muddy as I, usual on the sound. I did, I man. 
I, you know, I, I couldn't hear it very well because my mm-hmm. nephew and niece were acting like fools during the whole time. Uh, and my did parents, they enjoy it? My parents, yeah, they did. My parents' house, the sound in that in the room is really, really bad, um, boomy and all that. So I didn't get to listen to a lot of it, but I know the weekend has a good voice. He seemed like he was singing pretty well. Uh, I thought the production was kind of cool. I thought it was. I mean, I think most halftime shows are really, really bad. Like, really bad. And I thought this one was not that. I thought it was fine. I like The weekend. I like his aesthetic and all that stuff. So, I found out afterwards. Yeah, I found out (laughs) afterwards that he uh, spent, he paid for all that himself. He spent $7 million on that production. Well, did you know that, yeah, the Super Bowl is like, you pay us now. We don't pay you. You pay us to perform. It's a pay-to-play. Payola scandal at the Super Bowl. He had a choice to play at the Super Bowl or at the Grammys, and he chose the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. Like, as if you're in the artist game, that's one of the things. Like, yeah, I performed at the Super Bowl. I performed at the Grammys. It, it doesn't mean a whole lot to me. Um, I thought it was fine, I guess. I mean, just it, whatever. My kids liked it. They were dancing. But, you know, they like anything musical. I like, like the post up. Wheels on the, the post bus. Up. Yeah. The post-apocalyptic sort of vibe and the quasi-Michael Jackson references and this, the kind of marching band slash militarized people on the field at the end. But I will say those dudes look like they were wearing jock straps on their faces. I heard a lot of that. I heard a lot of, hey, this yeah. looks like the people from us. Yeah, maybe that was what it was. There's a be. lot of, I mean, as I'm saying, I think there's a lot of self-referential. This is kind of era we are in where everything is referencing something and just references itself yeah. like i mean this was referencing the super bowl michael jackson he sings like michael jackson yeah i was also, gonna say his whole shtick is i like michael, michael jackson. jackson yeah um i mean what do you think cool. gina i thought that when i saw the uh, second quarter ending it was a good opportunity to go and take my weekly shower because as a mother, <laughs> um, that's when you shower. So, uh, yeah, Daring I took my leave Bowl. and all I saw of the show was people talking about it afterward. Somebody's saying like, you know, I guess they're like still shots of him walking through maybe like a mirror maze looking yeah. thing. And they're like, yeah. these are the pictures you find on your phone after your toddler has your phone for a yeah. while. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what I missed, but I'm not a fan of his, like, at all. I don't like really? any of his songs. So. He really doesn't. Um, the the funniest joke, like, that everybody making fun of that was you following the waiter at Cheesecake Factory. That is kind of what it looks like. Like, going back when you Trying went backstage. Trying to find a table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, was, that was very disorienting, and I... Got lost in, during that part. But I thought the rest of it was, I don't know, man. I thought it was fine. As far as Super Bowl performances go, I'm usually disgusted by the end of them. I'm like, what the hell just happened? This is insane. And I didn't feel like that about his. I thought it was fine. For a pop artist doing his thing, good good with me. Yeah, I think the, the two or three performances that everybody references are Michael Jackson. I was a kid when they came out. Like I, we, I think I have it recorded because we... Cowboys fans, so we had, it was Cowboys Super Bowl, so we just had it. Uh, that one, um, the Prince one, Prince. and like Beyonce's one. And so Look, everybody that does a Super Bowl performance now either tries that or they just go with the medley. They're like, I can't carry this on my own. Here's somebody else you may know, and then somebody comes right. out and they kind of do whatever. 
Bruno Mars playing the drums impressed me, but the bet I think Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers was the best. I honestly think that Biased. the sound wise, yeah. yeah, I probably am, but <laughs> I think that that sound wise, it was the best, most solid performance by a band. Like it sounded like them, they did their thing, you know. I mean, it's always it good when you get a band, up. right? Yeah, it's doing what they do, right? I heard though that like you know because people have done this now that. Uh, they report from there like this is inside of the whatever part of it they have like five people covering it well people they were down in the field and like you can't hear anything that there's no sound there so the people dancing they're just pretending to nothing there's no sound down there like it's very controlled very you know whatever like that so i think they didn't have stuff in their ears no nothing really I mean, I don't know about this particular performance, but I but do know the other ones when they just have the crowd yeah. down there like, yeah, I really love oh, yeah. whoever. Um, well, yeah, the Maroon 5 or I don't know whoever was out there. You couldn't mm-hmm. hear them. They were just, yeah. you know, um, they really just part of the show. So, you know, whatever. Like, I think those kinds of things that they get a little stale uh, because they're overproduced and over, you know, and everybody analyzes everything that you you lose any fun part about them so right i think if anybody hates them it's probably because you hate that it's not really fun because you're, you're like it's so controlled right. um turns out it was a uh, the least watched watched super bowl in a long time yeah i didn't care at all that it was the happening. chiefs and the buccaneers <laughs> who would have guessed <laughs> i mean there's a lot of reasons for it uh i think everybody's preoccupied with lots of other things yeah and so i mean if you didn't watch it it's fine there's also the other thing where like a lot of there's an thirty and under, on. a lot of thirty and under don't really care so much. But yeah, let's talk about the impeachment today. Um, we listened to it more than we like watched it because uh, we were kind of working. Gina, what were your impressions of the impeachment? I mean, nothing happened today other than them debating and determining whether it was constitutional to do the trial anyway, right? Hey, that guys, was day is, one. Is cool? it's like, couldn't we have decided this like a couple weeks ago? I don't even know why we have the the amount of times I've had to watch debates over the last <laughs> couple of months because of everything going on and how much I'm paying attention for once, um, <laughs> and not just like uh, well, that's weird stuff on C-SPAN. Um, man, they talk a lot and repeat themselves. A lot. I can't handle all of that redundancy. That's that's my biggest mm-hmm. pet peeve is to hear someone or have to repeat myself me too and that's like what they do for a living that's crazy but um i was glad with the result of the day listening to them talk i mean like i said uh, hearing you know the council give their spiel i was like yeah awesome i'm all for it i think the, the main thing that stood out to me during that was um the guy talking about trump's tweets I just thought he could have better did a better job of when it is a word choice. He's like, you know, he tweeted on the day of the insurrection, blah, blah, blah. Here's this tweet he sent. It still chills me to the core. I'm like, you're going to go with chills me to the core after you said tweet. You should say like <laughs> these communications, like something weightier, which is still true because I feel like they're detracting from what it is by calling out the platform where it was used. Who cares yeah, if sure. it was on Twitter? Um, so that was my only criticism of them. Tweet, but apparently tweet, tweet, tweet. his uh, Trump's defense thought they did a great job. Like one of them even acknowledged it apparently. He was like, we were going to say some different stuff, 
but then they actually did a really good job. So we're changing what we're going to say. <laughs> well, yeah, I think they, they switched the order or something like that. Yeah. So the whole today was like uh, like opening remarks. One, there's a lot of like, uh, hey, this is a trial, like in a court of law kind of setup. But it's not really that it's. And then that's kind of their point. They're like, this is not a trial. It's not a jury of our peers. This is a biased legislative body. Well, yes, that's the point. I mean, nobody expressed anything differently. Um, I mean, the dude was kind of a joke. What's his name? Uh, Brian. Is it Brian? Bob? Bruce? <laughs> Bill. Biff. Barkley. <laughs> I think Brian is right, but uh, I'd like Bruce. you to I keep guessing. I think it's Bruce Carter. Something like that, right? Anyway, so that's his lawyer. He kind of started out, and he would just gave a meandering speech. He kind of podcasted in front of us, and we just he was just saying things. It was very much just, you know, hey, uh, laws, you know, we like them. You like them. I like them. How about habeas corpus, right, guys, you know? So he just kind of did a lot of that and repeated his arguments that you may or may not have seen, which were basically – Hey, th you can't impeach the guy. He doesn't hold office, right? Am I right? When, you know, as you might have seen, everybody has the, does these gotcha moments where they have, like, somebody saying, you can't ever do this. I would never support this. Cut screen, and then you see them now. I've always been in favor of this. I would totally do this, right? And then vice versa. So right. uh, you had, like, Republicans and Republican talking heads on Fox News in, like, 2018. Like, I, I think we should impeach Obama. I mean, if we're being honest about it. And now they're like, I would never. You cannot impeach someone right. out of office. It's unfathomable to be, you know, it's whatever. So You're right, Bruce. Bruce Carter. Caster. Bruce Caster. Close. <laughs> Close. One letter off. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bob Cousy. No? Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, Dell, did you watch any of it? Any of the I, I did I did not I did not watch any of it. Um, but I have been very interested in the whole constitution constitutionality argument. Uh, in what and, way? Well, just that a that Who anybody with a, with a straight face can can claim that's not constitutional to try somebody because. To what they would effectively be saying is that a president in the last four weeks of office can basically do whatever the fuck he or she wants, exactly, go nuts, and guys. never have yeah. to and never have to pay any prices for it, right? Yeah. Literally, can do whatever they want. Like it's insane that anybody would think that or try to make that claim. Um, yeah, super lawyer Billy so, Crudup. Yeah, he made the point. I think <laughs> that it's more important. I think that the outside of the result of the impeachment itself, like that decision that was made today to uphold like the constitutionality of challenging and impeaching a president, you know, for things they did while in office after they leave office is an important was that was, that's probably the most important thing to come out of this. I thought it was also interesting that the dude, the Republican from Louisiana was like, yeah, the Trump's defense team sucked <laughs> and they've made fools of themselves. And the other team was really great, and so I voted for them because they made sense. Yeah, a couple things about all that, right? Like, there's a certain amount of people on Twitter that are saying, look, it sucks that they are, you know, doing such a poor job of actually doing it. Even Donald Trump apparently was like, this guy sucks. You know, Brian Cushing sucks, my lawyer. Because all his uh, other lawyers quit because they knew it was dumb. Uh, but, yeah, he was like, you suck. Uh, and... I think it was the Atlantic, Atlantic somebody made a good point saying 
yeah, it doesn't really matter. There's a lot of partisanship here, and they're going to vote for whoever they want. But they have to make a compelling argument because they have to, like, the Republicans are going to have to adopt this, right? They're going to have to say, yeah, I mean, I just don't think that, you know, it's good to impeach a, you know, they're going to have to. They're planting their flag into the ground. Yeah. yeah. And if it's so ridiculous and, you know, they're getting behind a, a lawyer that's so terrible, then there's a per- certain point where they're just like, look, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I mean, I, I can't, whatever, debase myself. And, um, I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a lot because a lot of these people have said ridiculous things and backed ridiculous positions, but there you go. Right. So what, it can't be so bad that they would, Im- they would be embarrassed to support it. Like that's the thinking, but I mean, I don't know. Uh, there's, that's the problem that Trump has brought, right? Is that, yeah. is that <laughs> you can, if, if people want to believe you, the idiot base, you can say whatever you want and it doesn't have to have any basis in re- rational thinking or reality. Right. And that's the scary thing. That's what the GOP is, is wrestling with right now is do we remain a party that has some sort of like rationale before but behind our thinking or do we just debase ourselves to control to get power and do then do whatever we want because we can say whatever we want and it doesn't matter because people don't care because they like us or they don't like us right because we have a celebrity for president or whatever yeah i mean let me say if you consider their conundrum it's one of their own making i mean what yeah. it's it, we say they're like they're not part of the country or like it's not all part of it. It's all of our making, mm-hmm. but uh, they kind of started it, you know, like they're the ones like, yeah, well, you know, let's get them in here. And they, they've continued to back them instead of being uh, like an anti-Trump kind of party in there for to protect their own selves. Right. To say, well, I want to be elected or, well, I wanted, you know, maybe run right. for president like Ted Cruz is doing the senator from Texas. Like, eh, yeah, I got I'm going to embrace this kind of thing because I want to ride that wave and I want some of that 75 million um, right. vote. I mean, dude, it's such, but it's, it's an example of like, this is the result of like compromising your values one mm-hmm. step at a time over time. Right. This is the result. This is where you end up. Right. When, when you go too far in compromising and saying, well, but it's for the good of the party, when right? You don't really stand for anything, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's a there's a lot of people that are like, you know, and they they say these things like, "What happened to the old Republican Party?" It's been a gradual shift for a lot, long, long time, right? Since the '60s, um, you know, you reach new lows. I can't believe uh, what's the name uh, uh, Nixon was about to be impeached, and and you know, whatever, all that other stuff. And it's more, there's the Reagan years, more, more, George W. Bush years, more, more, and now Trump, right? Well, it was Sarah Palin in there somewhere in the middle that she was going to be the vice president of the United States, right? Can you believe? But she was also the governor of Alaska there for a while. Then Jesse Ventura was the governor of Minnesota. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California. Like, there's been some out there kind of choices. It's not, it was always coming. Um... I don't know, Gina, what, what's tomorrow, right? They're, they're resuming the trial. Uh, today, we're just like, all right, cool. 56 to 44 voted. Like, we can continue with this. It is constitutional. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we have in store for us tomorrow? 
I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I'll tune in, but I don't, I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> the other thing that bothered me, speaking of lazy writing, is <laughs> the all the Lincoln quoting. Like, at, has no one said anything good in 150 years? What, yeah, why is Lincoln, like, the dude these days to quote? Right? That's to me. That's just disappointing. I'm like, we we don't have anything better to say yet. We should. If there's anything yeah. to say about Americans, like throughout our history, right? Every version, Jim Crow era, slave owning era, '60s era, you know, um, yeah, well, '90s were the world leaders in entertainment era. Is that we're stupid? That Americans are dumb. We don't like to read. We don't know what's happening. But we believe we are in ourselves. And so, <laughs> so, yeah, people have written this, a variation on all of this for a long time. You're so, right. you're right. It's basically that, that our leaders are up there like, you know what? I haven't read any Lincoln, but I'm sure he said what I'm going to tell you right now. <sighs> and then they say it and they bumble and stumble. I mean, I can't, like, just like, I was thinking, I was like, man. What happened to like a Williams Jennings Bryan out here, right? Give us, give us a great oratory show, there, buddy. That used to be a thing. Nobody has that. This nobody guy, has it. I um, heard tons of uhs and ums. I'm like, you made it this far, and you still yeah do that. Trump lawyer Barry Canasta there was terrible. He was just like, <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, you know, he just kind of. He was like, like I can say, it was a terrible podcast. It was like, hey guys, we're, well, I guess we're gonna try this podcast out, right? Uh, you know, we've never done it before. <laughs> it was like that. It's like three people that? like calling their names Drange Penguin or some shit I like know. that. It's ridiculous. What? Uh, it was not prepared. It didn't. It looked like he was making it up on a spot. It looked like you're like, uh, you know, Bobby Coswell. Uh, you're up to speak. What did you think of the so reading last night? He's like, oh crap! I thought I was gonna be called on tomorrow. And so he's like, yeah, um, well. Some people believe. Yeah, Lincoln said <laughs> for score. And I think if you did look at the score, you would see that Trump is not Clearly guilty. Winning. I rest my case. You know, so it was a lot of that. And it was terrible. And I'm embarrassed for a country a little bit. But, you know, like I said, it's kind of what you expect. <sighs> I know. Does anybody expect anything like it's, from It's us? comforting because it's like, I don't have to try that much harder. I just may make it in this world. Yeah. But you know what, though? Senator. <laughs> Isn't this also a continuation of, like, that 80s aesthetic of, like, if you're the cool kid, you can basically say, like, think of all those 80s movies where it's, like, the jock running for office or whatever. He's, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. I don't know, Valley football rules or whatever, and everybody yeah. goes nuts because that dude does it. That's, like, where we are right now, again, with our fucking culture, man. It's like, never like, been kissed, the the cool guys making up words all the time, and then everybody says them. It's Rufus. Yeah. And suddenly it's cool to say Rufus. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've all known that. That's always been a thing. It's just that... It seemed like that was diminishing, that merit what? played a bigger value, and now it seems like everybody's been like, nah... So well, two the things about is all that matters. Two things about yeah, it. like there, there were some fake rules set up, and a lot of that was just elitism. But yeah. I also think that once we kind of tear down, like, hey, tear down, you don't have to go to these fancy schools. But it also doesn't mean that you don't 
have to know what you're talking about. Like right. speaking well, Sweet. you know, there's, that's also, like we talked about this last week is also a marker of education, but it's also a marker of clear communication. Right. Mm-hmm. I said, my problem wasn't that this guy was being too colloquial or speaking vulgarly. It was that it sounded like he didn't know he what he was talking about. He didn't say anything. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So then that's, that's the, the thing that it bothers yep. me. It sounded like an idiot. Um, and I mean, you know, whatever. Trump's unhappy yeah. with this guy. I'm, I'm not on Team Trump here. I personally think that he did incite the riot and he should be held responsible and all those other kinds of things. Um, I, but if it were me on trial, right, I definitely would want my lawyer up there saying, like, I'm pretty sure that you guys can't even do this. This is all bullshit. Um, I'm pretty sure it's unconstitutional, un-American, against the rules, you know, after the buzzer. All the other things that you could possibly say. That's what I want my lawyer saying. So, I, you know, that he said those things, I don't, I'm not surprised. I, you know, I'd, I'd want my lawyer saying those things, too. Yeah. So what happens tomorrow? Uh, they're going to continue More presenting talking. testimony or something like that. Yeah, talking. A lot of that. The um, like today was it? They it was like opening arguments. I think the 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 I don't even know what they're called. The house managers. Yes. Yeah. It's very confusing speak. I'm not <laughs> super familiar with uh, impeachment language, but they're like they presented a video. It was very compelling. You got Trump saying, "We're going to walk down there. And I'm going to be with you." And then they show people like stop the steal, you know, jumping over barriers and evidence. Stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. uh, it was very much like uh, this is what he did. Here's yeah. the video of Don't it. Remember and what then they're like, that we saw. Yeah, but you can't really hold him responsible because he's not here anymore. That's really right. Bad. Is it even his job? Yeah, I think the law is pretty clear because the one they kept quoting was like, "Remove from office, comma." And bar them from holding office in the future. And they're like, see, this is removed from office. You can't remove him because he's not in office. Case closed. Who are we even yeah. removing? Valley High football rules. Yeah. Slash or. They forgot the slash or. Yeah. yeah. They just didn't have that button back then. On the right. That didn't so. exist. Yeah, the guy said textual a thousand times. <laughs> you do this textual analysis. And the textual. And I, textual. I enjoyed that, though. I was like, I'm, I'm going to use that on somebody. <laughs> Look, if we look textually <laughs> at my email, you see that I told you to read it and look it up yourself, buddy. And quit asking me questions. Don't right. Skype me at lunchtime, you know? Textually exactly. is what I said. I gave the answer. That's my biggest issue with the Republican Party stance in general. And one of the reasons I started to break away from it all was that their reliance on the specific wording of what was said and not trying to get at the meaning of what was intended for situations they couldn't have possibly anticipated in that point in time. You know what I mean? Like the idea of, of slave of slaves, not really existing, you know, like, yeah, I think I had this conversation with like a, an elder family member. I forgot what they were saying. They just, they kind of kept going on. I wasn't listening. Uh, well, um, I forget the whole context of the conversation, but it got to a point when like Ben Franklin said this, I was like, you know what? There have been a lot of smart people in this world, right? Like Ben Franklin was a very smart guy. He wasn't the only smart guy, right? Neither were Madison or Thomas Jefferson or these other people. We've had some smart guys since then. Have some we? Smart gals too. And I mean, you know, we let's consider what they say. We've right. we don't have to just pause and just whatever they said at the time. Yeah, but Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know what I mean Lincoln. Like, 
There's a lot of that where Lincoln. you're like, hey, Lincoln was smart and cool Lincoln. and whatever, and Lincoln. And, and I think that was my point, and then he was kind of he kind of relented a little bit. It, it was a lot of like th- what the founders said. I was like, you know what? Before the founders said it, they were saying the new thing. They were like, let's do it this way. Exactly. They were radicals. <laughs> They're like, let's change it up. Um, so that we're saying change it up, we're very much in the spirit of the founders here, saying, right. guys, you know, uh, I'm unhappy with the current situation. Let's, right. let's do something new. When did patriotism mean never changing what how the world operates now? I mean, there, there is all the, the when like, you're at risk of losing power. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there is a lot of that. Um, I think that's the the through line to it. Uh, having been a big brother and saying, uh, "Yeah, new rule. You see, you got to get it, or you lose a point." Um, I mean, I'm I'm familiar with making up rules so they suit me at the expense of those without power. Uh, and did I enjoy that power and exploit it fully? Yes, yes, sure I did. Sure, you did. And I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, mostly I'm just happy today finally came because it felt like we had a nice break over the last couple of weeks where I didn't have to stress about or pay you know cl- very close attention to the news. Which is nice for a change. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, let's let's get back to the part where we get to watch consequences be laid upon yeah. people. Let's do it. So I will be highly disappointed if I don't know. I don't know what I expect to come out of the trial in whole. Like mostly I'm just glad they went forward with it. Um Yeah. I just want to see more charges brought against Trump and for him to be convicted of his crimes. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't think anybody's going to get a, the, a lot of people are getting away with it already and have gotten away with it and will get away with it. Um, I'd like to see somebody, you know, have to pay some consequences. Be held accountable. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, if from the societal aspect that it it when one person gets away with it, it encourages more of this kind of right. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's why I say we got to make an example of somebody. Somebody's, yeah. you know. Someone's got paid a price, right? What do, you, what do you guys think of the fact that two police officers committed suicide after the 6th? I mean, we don't know a whole lot about why. Like, they haven't really released those details, but... Involved with the... Were they tied they to were, it? They, they were, were the there. Okay. So, I think one yeah, was Capitol Police that. and one was yeah, not, I have, but... I have nothing he, intelligent to say about that. I... I Does yeah, it just I make you wonder... Well, what's going what I was on, just, man? Yeah, I do think that there are things going on. I think that, honestly, and this sounds pessimistic, but I think it's a realistic view: is that we are lucky that this time the result ended up the way it did. I think it, we're on a path that is inevitable; that it will happen in the future that somebody like Trump who's a little bit more charismatic, a little bit more savvy will be able to do something like this. I think it's going to happen. I think it's, I do think it's inevitable. I think that the fact that, that we're so easily that, that there's even any question that we're, that we are not 100% standing up and saying this should never even the thought should never even cross our minds already points to the fact that it is possible for this to happen. And that we're lucky. We're lucky that it didn't happen. Like we really are. 
yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a lot of stuff written about that, that um, these kinds of things have happened elsewhere. Like, we are vulnerable to it. Uh, was it the Sarah Kenji or it's written a lot about it. Like, it already did happen That to say that we, we prevented anything. We haven't. There's a lot of people got away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are embedded. Um, yeah, I think was it uh, Biden asked a bunch of attorneys general to retire to quit, and a lot of them did, or he kind of fired some, but except the ones that were investigating Hunter Biden, right? Because he can't didn't want to uh, give off a, which, which is kind of funny. Trump would totally fire that guy. That would be yeah. the first guy yeah. he would fire. He, he would. Oh, you're investigating my dude, my guy. You're fired. Uh, and Biden's like, well, okay, let's not do that. I don't want to give the appearance of impropriety, and. Um, but like the DeJoy guy is still running the post office and people are already kind of backing off. Like he presented a 10 year plan of how he's going to improve the, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, these are people that were already in there wreaking havoc, right? Damage was done. Uh, just cause Biden was elected. There's a lot of wrong with Biden. I don't like Biden. He's very, you know, uh, lame. And, um, but he's not actively trying to just steal from the, he's not like, Hey, yeah, if you guys want to pass a bill, do it at my Trump Hotel. You know, come to my, you know, he's not doing that. Do I think he's a great guy? No, I don't. I mean, he's re- he ran for president. The guy obviously has a screw loose. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's been in politics for 84 years. He's, there's something wrong with him. He's not a regular guy. He's not like you or me, you know? Yeah. True that. You know, I forgot. We I I think we owe Dell a prize. Dell because gets I think it was around episode one that we discussed after the insurrection. Would there be more violence? <laughs> and Del, Del, you know your people. What can I say? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> Look, when I'm gambling down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, <laughs> have I y'all to a lot of. <laughs> have y'all seen how many states have legalized marijuana? Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, what, what is the prize that you should get? I don't know. What do you get? Dale won his prize. Let me Dale think. Won his prize. Don't we owe Brad a prize from a long time ago too? Who's Brad? Who He's is Brad? Forfeited his rights to prizes. Um, or Brad we'll, owes us something. We'll find Who's something Brad? random lying around and we'll send it to you. Yeah. Can't wait. Look at that. We'll be it's the an fun. And you know um, it's true because I put I enunciated so well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, are you? How are you getting buried? I just bringing it back to that. Uh, to switch it back. I was thinking about this. <laughs> I, I said how I want to get buried, right? Circle in a sack, of life under a tree. Um, you know. Safety. I'd be I'd be happy being buried either in a, if it's in a box, it's in a biodegradable box that will break down over time you know or just like throw me in the ground or i don't want to be cremated like because that does that's because that's the same thing as being buried in some ways because you basically refuse the earth any sort of resources right you don't return anything to the earth you turn into useless carbon yeah. And and greenhouse gases, right? <laughs> you do damage to the earth. It's like That's a big middle finger. If you could fill me so. with like some rocks, drop me in the ocean, I could feed some fish. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, you could eat. Is that an option? Who do you have to take, pay to make that happen? I mean, I organs know. from people, you know, take organs, use what you can from me, and then put the rest back in the in the ground. Well, what's going on with this one? I don't even know that's shaped correctly. Exactly. Can't give that to anybody. 
Yeah, Gina, how do you want to go? I guess I got to pay attention to this part. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I mean, green burial <laughs> sounds like the way to go. Mostly, I'm like, I won't be there to worry about it. So whoever is needs to figure it out. Yeah. But I guess I have to pay for it or whatever, so they're not burdened. Nah, burden them up. <laughs> yeah, I also feel like don't spend any money. Like, just leave me out there, like wherever. Like, yeah, you know, leave it's me in cool. That bed, I was in. Yeah, I was fine. Nature I was comfortable. Will take its course. Right. Yeah, I think. Um. So Dell, Dell wants to be buried in a pine box someplace. How are you on like family, like burial plots? You got you have one of those. We, so yeah, it's interesting you ask that. We don't technically have one, but my mom's sister is buried on their prop on my mom's property. And so there's kind of a precedent there. And even her, her children have already come to us and said, Hey, if your folks ever try and sell their land or whatever, let us know first, give us our first opportunity because we want to keep it there and kind of make it a family. Bear. So we may be, that may be the beginning of something like that. I think that's kind of a cool little thing, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, this might be the issue, like the ultimate issue. Like, there's too many people. Mm-hmm. Right? There's 7 billion people on this earth now, more than have than have ever lived. And that means we need 7 billion graves or some right. way to bury 7 billion people. So we had to do something with us because we're, we're alive. Cremation. <laughs> yeah. The ocean. Feed me to the giant squid. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of that, right? Like, maybe you can figure out how much fossil fuels you've used. And you're like, well, all you million people, you guys, when you're gone, we're going to shove you back down there so we can make some more oil. (laughs) We're going to put you under (laughs) incredible amount of pressure for three years and turn you into oil. Yeah, shoot you right down to to that layer. Uh, I mean, uh, I want to be buried under a tree someplace or something. I think that's my plan. But um, does the tree want you? Yeah, I, mean, I think the tree will take what it can get. You know, it's like, yeah, well, sure, why not? I guess. <laughs> Man, like the part that's drawn for me is gonna be a little leaning, kind of crooked, <laughs> a little bit. That's fine. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Deranged Penguin Podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast catcher. Um, we've tested it out on Pocket Casts, iTunes what have you it's not like on spotify so if you're only a spotify kind of person change one, yeah consider that you're locked in uh and that's that's maybe not the best choice uh two uh you know you can just listen to it on the website if you don't want to do that a lot of people do that for some reason it's crazy i use pocket casts i'm a pocket cast kind of guy me three cool well that's it um see you next time We'll figure out this one thing, the follow-up question. Embalming in Texas. <laughs> Can or should Inquiring you do it? minds want to know. Yeah. Stay tuned. Thanks for listening. <laughs>